You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 194. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 194. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, baby cakes. Well, hello, beautiful. Time to talk to the audience. I know. I love our audience. Hey, pod people. Welcome to our show today and I'm really excited about our topic today because it's something that we've we've danced around it in a couple of episodes in the past but I haven't really given my specific formula related to manifestation so today we're mm. going to talk about how to manifest shit manifest shit yeah how to manifest shit so I think this will be very applicable to multiple different categories. So instead of talking about things that we've done in the past, like how to manifest really rich friendships or how to manifest a soulmate, we did that years and years ago. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that we've been doing this shit for years? I know. This is episode, what, 194? Yeah. Jeez. I know. It's crazy. It's like been four years. We're going to have to have a party for our 200. I think so. You I know? think so. But instead of it being related to a very specific topic, I wanted to give kind of a general methodology for approaching manifestation when you want to have something crystallized in your world. So this will be applicable to tons of different categories, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. Cool. But nice. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, cool how are you feeling episode. today, Mr. Smith? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling yeah. loose. Yeah. Feeling loose. Yeah. Feeling got to stretch it out for pod. I cracked my neck, got myself ready. Oh my know. gosh. I Speaking of that. My neck. I can't even. Yeah. I, I texted my best friend. I was like, I'm so fucking old. I <laughs> rolled over in bed and threw my neck out. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was something you did the day before. I'm sure. And yeah. it just like came to fruition. It's just like, can't a girl turn over in bed? My God. So I do have a really exciting announcement, and this will most likely be applicable to those of you in Southern California, but I have a live speaking event. What? A one-day speaking event that is- Oh, I know this one. You do know this one. That is happening in Costa Mesa, California on March 30th. It is a Thursday morning. It's designed for women- in business or women networking and it's by an organization called leadership and heels which is run by sherelle jackson who is a client of yours that's right and then we got connected and i've done a couple of her leadership and heels events as a panelist but i'm actually going to be the keynote speaker on the event on the 30th so this is what's so great about these events that she holds they're breakfast events so she includes breakfast in your cost of tuition tuition is just 75 dollars it's held from 7 a.m to 9 a.m so it's designed so that people can still go to work yeah but you kind of have this cool precursor to your day and it's designed to have women collaborate on various issues that affect our lives so this particular event will be focused on decision making and not just 
decisions that we need to make for ourselves, but also respecting other people's decisions and how we engage in relationships. So I'm going to be speaking a lot about establishing boundaries and how we go about taking a fierce stance for the decisions in our life when not everybody is receptive or not everybody likes those choices. So a lot of the stuff that I talk about, however, it will be in real life. So if you are in Southern California and you want to join me, there's very limited tickets. I don't think she takes any, I think it's between 100 and 150 people. Yeah. Because breakfast is served and all of that stuff. So if you're interested, go to the show notes page for this episode, which is thejoyjunkie.com slash 194, or you can go directly to the registration page at thejoyjunkie.com slash heels, the word heels, H-E-E-L-S, and that will take you directly where you can purchase your ticket, and I would be so excited to meet you in person. So 75 bucks, not bad for a you know, there's panel discussions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a keynote. There's lots of Q&A. There's activities that we do. Sherelle is always in – she runs class act events. Like they are – there's always donations, portion of the proceeds that goes to uh, an organization in need. So we're, we'll be donating to – an organization called Wise Place this time around, but there's raffles and there's prizes and it's yeah, just it's always a, a cool really event. she's a pretty organized girl. It's a cool event. Yeah. So again, go to thejoyjunkie.com/heels if you are interested. So why don't we pass the mic to you for a minute, baby? Oh, is it time for? Would you rather? It is time. All right. Would you rather? <laughs> would you? Would you? <laughs> would you? Well, would you? Well, would you? <laughs> All right. So, episode 194. Would you rather be able to teleport anywhere in the world? Oh. Or travel in time, but only to the location of your home? Travel in time. So, you could go past or future, but only in your home. You could travel from the once you got to the past or the future. You could travel from there, but you can only go to the past and future from your house, right? So it would be things that happened in the past or the future in my immediate space, right? Like in well, the house. Like for instance, if you wanted to go back to, I don't know, eighteen seventy four. Oh. Right. You could, but you would teleport here to this location. To this location. Ooh, because it's probably like orange groves back then. I, I, in 1874? Probably. Yeah, maybe. I don't even know if there was anybody here in 1874. Except. Except Indians. An indigenous population. Right. Yeah. Um, remember that? Remember those people? Remember when we ravaged? Anyway, don't get me started. Yeah, don't even get started. All right. Or be able, from here, not go into the future or the past, but teleport anywhere in the world that you wanted. I think I'd pick. Oh, I think I'd pick that one. Although, yeah, I think I'd pick that one. Uh, which one? To be able to teleport anywhere? Yeah. Why? Because I hate flying. Uh-huh. I was thinking that you were going to choose this one. Because <laughs> I hate flying. So, you know, like we have our Asheville retreat coming up in May. I'd just be like, I'll be right there. Bing. Boom. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about that today. I was like, oh, that's coming up. So that means I need to make sure I have Xanax and be... <laughs> be awesome just to like flick your top knot and be wherever you want my to be. My top knot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes, this is work from home chic. Yes, look work that from home I, chic, is that what that is? Yeah, yes, it is. I love it. If you didn't know. So we would love to hear what <laughs> you would rather. So you can always find me on Instagram 
and my handle is at the joy junkie and I'm always posting about our latest podcast episodes so you can find this episode and let us know what your would you rather answer is I would definitely choose the teleport anyway. you would yeah I would too I like the idea of past great way to future. travel I do like that but I think like I'm enjoying the life I'm in and I would love to travel more but yeah. it's expensive and it's time consuming and so and you have an anxious wife next to you I have an you anxious do. wife next to me either that or she's passed out with Xanax and whiskey <laughs> hey it's a method of self-care it is a method of self-care so all right very anyway. cool well uh, again if you want to let us know cruise over to Instagram and let us know your would you rather preference and let's jump into how to manifest shit in your life and I have created a very special worksheet that accompanies this episode. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 194, which is the show notes page for this particular episode, and you will see a button there that says, give me my free worksheet. Give me my worksheet. Give me my worksheet. So the deal with this particular episode is there is a lot of power in crystallizing things by writing them down. So that's why I felt very, very convicted that you needed a worksheet to go with this particular pod. So if you are listening to this and you have something that you really, really want to manifest in your life, like let's say it's a new job opportunity, a new career path. Maybe it is a relationship or a soulmate that you would like to manifest. Maybe it's new friendships or maybe it's even money. If you're listening and you're driving, working out, doing multitasking things, that's fine. But please, once you get your worksheet, come back to this episode and listen again. Because this is not one of those things that you can just, oh, that's a really great idea. Let me just manifest and have that work out. Like it takes diligence, it takes focus, and it's not something that you just snap your fingers and it's magically gonna happen. You have to get this stuff on paper. Yeah. And we're gonna okay. talk about that a little bit as well. Cool. Should I get a piece of paper? No, you should get your worksheet. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. At thejoyjunkie.com slash one nine four and you'll be able to grab that. And there's also another little additional bonus in there completely free that we're going to talk about here in a second. All right. So let's talk about the steps for manifestation. So this is, again, a blueprint. And there's five key components to manifesting something that you desire in your world. So the first step is declaration. Deciding exactly what it is that you want to manifest and being very, very specific about it. Like didn't, we were we were reading in a financial book that we're reading right now and somebody had talked about they really wanted to go to Athens. Mm, yeah. And so they said, I want, that was their declaration. I have this goal, <laughs> I want right. to go to Athens. Well, as the universe kind of uh, moved and altered in order to bring this to fruition, she ended up getting a free trip to Athens Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Right? And it, I've seen another quote floating around Facebook that's like, I always knew I wanted to be somebody. I guess I needed to be a little more specific. <laughs> yeah. Because we already are somebody, yeah. right? So it's exactly what I'm talking about here with quantifiable specifics. 
So as detailed as you can possibly get, do that. If there's anything that could be misconstrued or altered in any way and deliver something different to you, make sure that you've got that really, really nailed down. This part is really pivotal because it is the definition of what you want. And I know that that sounds really rudimentary, but how many times have we looked at a relationship or a job or even money and said, you're not enough? Mm. But we don't say, here's what is enough. Right. Here's what I do want in a relationship. Here's what I do want in friendships. Here's the amount of money I do want to crystallize. Yeah. We just constantly refer to that category in our world as not being enough. That's like goal setting 101. Detailed goals. That's exactly right. Like the smart goal kind of Mm -hmm. formulaic approach. So this part is being very, very specific. So I've mentioned before that I went through this exact same process in manifesting friendships in my world. And I'm going to link in the show notes page again over at thejoyjunkie.com slash 194, you can find any links there is available as well. And I'll link to the, the friendship pod that I did. But this is exactly the process that I went through. But I was very specific about these are the types of people that I want to manifest in my world. And I've had a handful of clients that we've done gone through a similar process that I like to call the soulmate factory exercise. And I've seen a handful of people actually manifest their soulmates through specificity, being really, really clear instead of what we normally do, which is just take on projects in relationships. Like, oh, you know, that sounds good. Or, oh, I'm being too picky. Or, oh, I think I'm asking too much. And so you just fucking settle. So this idea is that we're getting very clear to the universe, this is what I want to attract. It's like putting your order in mm-hmm. okay. energetically. So there's a couple of ways that you can go about this. But this is what I really want you to understand is that this is about a way of being. So you cannot say, I want new friendships and then constantly have things around you that are in direct opposition to what you're trying to manifest. And we're going to talk about a couple of ways to do that. Cool. But one of the first things is to be sure that around you is evidence of your declaration. So what I mean by that is, again, you have to have this worksheet so you can get things out on paper and say, this is what I want to manifest. There is a a very real scientific thing that happens with our brain wiring when we take pen to paper and crystallize something outside of our head. It becomes far more potent and powerful. It's really true. That's also why vision boards are helpful. So mm. you could also create part of your declaration could be like, let's say it is something around starting your own company. Creating a vision board that's related only to that one specific desire that you want to manifest. And You might pepper the entire board with things that are the specifics of what you are trying to manifest or the components that you know you want to exist inside that new career or components you know you want to exist inside that new relationship with somebody or new friendships. So I think you could also do it. It could be very advantageous to have a vision board that's very specific to this one particular thing you're trying to call into existence. Interesting. Okay. 
All right. Another thing that you can do is have <clears throat> passwords, screensavers, your email address, things that you see and plug in consciously every single day, which is again while you why you're going to get a couple additional freebies with your worksheet this week that are visual stimulants every single day. So passwords, like I do whatever my current financial goal is for whatever project I happen to be working on, my password is usually associated with that financial goal. Nice. You can do that in tons of different arenas, but also programming in little alarms on your phone. That's usually a very easy way to pop up something that you want to focus on or something that you're you're taking action on. So just keep in mind that we need to inundate your world with a new perspective about what you are going after. Because if you say things like, I really want to attract a new soulmate, but then you spend all your time talking shit to yourself about how you're not worthy, you have, let's say your password is something like always alone or, you know, something like that that is not empowering or your email address is something like that. And then you spend time with your coworkers colluding about how love is elusive and never, you're never going to find it. It doesn't matter what you're declarating or declaring rather, declarating. doesn't matter what you're (laughs) declaring because you have trumped that particular declaration with all of this other external energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So just be careful of all of those that stimuli. Are is your passwords, is your screensavers on your phone, on your computers, is all of that stuff congruent with the things that you want to produce in your world? So that's the first step. Declaration and being very, very specific. Second piece is eliminating and scaling down on the things that are cluttering your world. This is essentially cleaning out the clutter. So I want to tell you a short anecdote about this. I remember hearing a woman talk about being an interior designer. And she walks into this couple's house and she starts seeing all of these various things that need changing in order to create this new decor. And so she sees this god-awful chair. And she tells the couple, the first thing you have got to do is you have got to get rid of this fucking chair. It is hideous. It's an eyesore. you got to get rid of it. And so the couple says, but if we get rid of this chair, what are we going to sit on? And she says, the sooner that you get rid of this chair, the sooner you will figure out what you are going <laughs> what to you, sit on. Right. Because when you keep the chair in there, it's a crutch. It's clutter. It makes it so you don't have to invest in a much more comfortable chair or a more gorgeous chair or something that's more conducive to what you want. We just go, oh my God, I don't know how I would ever have that. So better hold on to this clutter. It's the same shit we do with relationships. And so instead of deciding, hey, enough is enough. I need to break up or I need to move on. We look at that chair and we go, hmm. Maybe if I move it to this corner of the room, or maybe if I put a throw pillow here, maybe if I put a cover over it. And so we try to polish turd. (laughs) This is like going, well, I don't know what other job I would do, so let me just die miserable at this particular workplace. Now, I'm not necessarily saying you need to get a divorce or you need to quit your job in order to manifest. What I'm saying is you need to acknowledge that that is clutter and start taking steps to eliminating that piece from your world. So 
I, and I recently had a client who contacted me and said, I finally got rid of the chair. I finally got rid of the chair. And I was so excited for her because once she had this idea in her head of now I want to manifest this specific thing in my world, she had to make a plan to get rid of the chair. So you can do the same thing. So you can go, okay, the chair in my world is these negative toxic friendships that I've had since college, let's say. So it might not be cutting them off cold turkey, but the plan might be, okay, let me move the chair a little closer to the door. And then maybe let me take that chair and get it, at least get it outside the house. And then let me take that chair and get it to the dumpster. Or maybe let me have a donation company come and pick it up. So that process of moving the chair is like scaling down. So in a friendship really uh, category, that might look like starting to decline invites from these people every time they ask you to come out and you know every time you do you feel like shit. Mm -hmm. That might be the baby step in getting rid of that chair. In your relationship, it could be, okay, I know that this as it stands is not the sort of relationship that's going to be healthy for me long term. I don't see us being, I can't do this for five more years. I can't do this for two more years. So your baby step of getting rid of that chair might be an ultimatum might be saying, here's the things that need to change. It might be upping your communication. It might be op- opting to go to therapy. It might be reading a couple's book together. But it's about looking at what are the action steps I can change in order to start creating what I do want in my world instead of just taking it for what it is. Because what yeah. does what does not happen, and this is what we're always hoping, is that magically we're going to get this gorgeous job offer and then we can safely transition from this job we hate into this magical new career. Or I'm just going to hang out and waste my time in this relationship just hoping I will magically meet my Prince Charming or Princess Charming and they will sweep me off my feet. You're saying it takes work. I'm saying that you cannot say, universe, this is what I want and then stay stuck hosting all of these other things in your world takes action that are in direct opposition to what you're saying you want right and but the action here is usually in what you're tolerating it's the clutter that you're allowing mm-hmm. so it's saying i want all of these amazing friendships but then still choosing to go out with that one friend who always talks mad shit on her body talks shit about everybody else makes you feel horrible you need to stop going out with that person that's the action. Right. So that's, that's a, exactly right. A lot of times the action is saying no, is distancing, scaling down. Well, I, I'm also including action as not a physical action, but a mental action. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you, you have to mentally make an action plan. That's right. Now, there are some <clears throat> people who operate really well with, I need to just take the fucking chair out. Right. And they know that that's their catalyst. So I've had a handful of friends who know if they don't just fucking quit their job, they'll never make an action. They'll there's, never find out what the new chair is going to be. Well, I think also there's um, there's variables and variations in there. Like sure. people might be really good at, you know, eliminating one thing and then very bad at eliminating other pieces. Or they might that's be right. very organized in their business, but very disorganized in their personal life. Yep. Right. So um, knowing yourself in that way also helps with making these action plans or s- taking these steps, knowing what you're good at and what you're not. 
and how you thrive, like what's and com- how you thrive. what's That's comfortable for you. Yeah. So in it, for example, like I said, I tend to be way more like, okay, let's move the chair a little closer to the door. Let's move the chair outside the house. Let I like systems and steps. I'm not a cold turkey person. Yeah, I am not. I'm a wean off sort of person, (laughs) but I know how I operate. So when I transitioned from makeup artistry into running my own practice, I didn't quit cold turkey. I created a plan. I called it my exit strategy Mm -hmm. and I I worked the plan. And that was my action to move that chair closer and closer to the door so that you can free up energy and space for this gorgeous new item. So that's what's happening is it's a massive impairment to your frequency because you're still hosting Mm -hmm. things in your world that you don't like, that you don't love. And that makes everything harder. It makes it harder to speak kindly to yourself. It makes it harder for you to go after things. Like how hard is it to find your passion and your thrill when you're working a job you fucking hate nonstop? Yeah. Now, that does not necessarily mean, like I said, that your action step is to quit. It could be to not volunteer for any additional things at your workplace that you tend to do out of guilt and do as bare minimum as possible. It could mean delegation. It could mean coming home and starting to research, furthering your education. It could mean having phone calls with people who run their own business because it's something that you're interested in. It's taking action to further you in the direction of getting rid of that chair. Yeah. So that brings me to our third piece, which is taking inspired action. Now, the reason why it's important to take inspired action is because any of us, any of us can take just plain old action. The difference about expired, inspired action is that it's actually something that lights you up. This is an energetic thing. It's about doing things that feel good. Okay. So if you go back and listen to the Friendship Manifestation Pod, which again will be linked in the show notes, I talk about a handful of things that I came up with that I could do that was in my power to start manifesting these new friendships that I was looking for. Now, I could have decided, okay, you know what I could do? I could join a hiking club. Well... Anyone who fucking knows me knows I do not like hiking. I fucking hate it. So that, for instance, would not be, it's a piece of action I could take to maybe make friends, but it's not inspired action because the idea of going to a hiking club makes me want to pull my teeth out. So you need to be sure that whatever you're saying, like, oh, here's what I could do, That it's something that sounds exciting for you. If you want to get involved in dating again, but online dating seems like a nightmare, then that's not your inspired action. It means, okay, what are my other alternatives? What are other things I could do? Maybe it is a friend of yours who happens to have a gorgeous brother that you've always kind of been interested in. And maybe you make a little comment. You have to look at the things that you would feel excited about doing. When I was manifesting these friendships in my world too, I had decided, okay, you know what I could do? I could go join a gym and 
at the time I was very heavily involved in a very specific type of fitness and it had kind of its own culture to it. And I thought, okay, if I go join the gym and I'm around all of these people that I have a lot in common with, maybe I could strike up a cool relationship there. Sure. Yeah. That ended up not yielding any results, but it didn't matter because the energetic, scientific the action disclaimer took. that exactly. I was throwing out to the universe was, hey, I'm doing my part. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm taking action. I'm not just letting it all come to me because that's not how it happens. So as it relates, and you're going to see this all on your worksheet because you want to have this as detailed as possible. So after you've declared what it is that you want, after you've already looked at here's the ways in which I need to eliminate or scale down on the clutter that is impairing manifesting what I want, then you need to get really clear on all of the things you can do, your specific inspired action steps. So I want you to make a list of all of the things you can do. And this is a this is messaging. So this is not about, okay, I'm going to start online dating and it must create a result. It's not about the destination at all because we are so consumed with the how. Like, how am I going to get a soulmate? How am I going to get these new friendships? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How am I going to get this new job? That we only take action that's based off of no risk, no faith. Interesting. So yeah. this is not about seeing the end result. This is about all this is, all the action step is, is I'm doing my part. It's an energetic message to the universe to say, I'm ready to receive and I'm not resting on my laurels and I'm getting out there and doing things. You will most likely receive your request in a totally different way. In a totally different way than what you were trying to do. Oh, sure, sure. So, for example, when I was working on manifesting these friendships, I got into tons of action. I joined that gym. I went and introduced myself to neighbors, new neighbors who were, you know, kind of my age. And I thought, ooh, maybe we could hang out. I went to a spiritual center by my house. Like, I really did get into a lot of action. But none of those things really yielded a brand new friendship or a result. However, the universe was conspiring to offer me what I wanted because it saw that I was ready and that I was taking action, not only by doing things that lit me up and made me excited, but also by eliminating all of the things in my life that were cluttered, that were in direct opposition to what I wanted to produce in my life. So at that same time, my mom ran into a really great friend of mine from my childhood. That's right. We rekindled a relationship and got connected. But I was also open to receiving that because I had already really crystallized what I wanted to receive. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about this at the time, but I ended up going back through my coaching program as an assistant to the course. I didn't even think, I was thinking about that way more on a career path sort of category. I wasn't Mm -hmm. thinking at all about manifesting friendships. Lo and behold, Andrea Owen, who you guys have heard on the pod, who's my business partner, my very best friend, happened to also be assisting those classes. And we have a really funny story about, you know, at the closing kind of ceremony of 
the the coaching certification i'm bawling my eyes out telling her like i've been manifesting you i've been manifesting <laughs> you and she was just like oh my god those bitches cry and so we have this really hysteric hysterical story about how emotional i am compared to how a little bit more stoic she is typically and as many of you know that is a really thriving rich relationship it came to me not because i forced it into existence but because I said, hey, I'm going to do my part. I'm not going to be attached to the how, even though that's challenging. Yeah. You want to see that there's going to be a result. But it was more like, I'm going to do things that bring me joy. I'm going to do things that are inspired and excited. excited. So all of those things that you put on your action list of things that you want to do should be things that you find enjoyment in whether or not they yield the result of what you're trying to manifest. It is messaging. That's it. It's so interesting. I tell clients this too, but on a physical level, right? When they come to me and they're like not feeling healthy or not feeling their best and they're kind of stuck in this, I have this syndrome or I have this injury and they're stuck in that cycle. Yes. So you have to do things that break that because yes. you have to be ready to heal. That's right. Your body's not just going to heal on its own. It might band-aid and patch up, but you're never really going to heal. And that thing is going to come back and come back and come back. Especially if you're identifying with it. If you're identifying with it, exactly. You cement that reality. Right. So I try to get people to uh, look at the outside picture a little bit more or get some more awareness of things that do feel good in their body. And then they start to get away from the neuronic pathways of this hurts, this is a problem. I heard here, but you know, like you build those pathways. That's exactly right. And we're going to talk about that in, in, under the fifth point too, about how you speak and how you talk to yourself and others, how you identify will cement your current state of affairs. It will cement whatever you are identifying. So back again to inspired action, I have developed a quote that I use all the time and it is, the universe cannot play a bigger game until you do. So if you are saying, I want all these new friendships, yet you are cluttering your life with all of these people who bring you down or who are toxic or who are obligatory. Or if you are saying, I really want to manifest this new career, but you you keep saying yes to all these stupid work projects that you don't want to do and you actually do have a choice in. And you're stuck into this whole mindset of like, I don't have a choice, but you really do. And you're not taking any sort of action to further yourself or gather information about a new career, new skill set. The universe is like, what do you want me to do, dude? Yeah. It cannot play a bigger game until you do. That is why declaration is only one step of it. Because just saying what you want does not help you eliminate and it does not get you into action. Those are two other major pieces to this formula. So the universe cannot play a bigger game until you do. So again, fueling that declaration piece that I was talking about at the beginning, I've created screensavers for you that will fit on 
various different sizes of screen, whether it's your laptop or a mobile device or an iPad sort of device, that says this quote in a really gorgeous way, of course, the universe cannot play a bigger game until you do, so that you have this visual cue, this reminder throughout all of your day, not just you listen to this and decide what you want. That's not going to be enough. You will not get it. Yeah. Period. So when you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 194 and you get your entire worksheet to help you go through this, you will also get all of those screensavers so that you can use them in your various different environments. Perfect. Wow. That's right? Awesome. Pretty cool. The fourth step is to receive. And this is usually the most challenging in the form of relationships where all of a sudden somebody's treating you well and you repel it. You sabotage it. You go, this can't possibly be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to be ready to receive. So when you do have this amazing friendship manifest and they actually ask you some vulnerable questions that are kind of deep and you go, unsafe, you need to stop and receive. It's kind of like what you were saying about these people who come to see you swear they want to be healed, swear they want to feel good in their body swear they want to like get past all of these ailments yet they are holding on so deeply and they are so attached or they're unwilling to do the exercises or the habit changes that come with the body work they just expect the body work to fix it that's right so you have to be willing to receive the new reality like you have to be coupled now if you want a relationship you have to receive somebody being in your world you don't get to identify with being a pessimistic single person who's never going to find love you now have to embrace the new reality that's a vulnerable spot too it is vulnerable Mm -hmm. so the piece of the receiving that you really have to look at is are you holding up like a big stop sign in front of things that you're actually desiring like are you asking for more rich friendships yet there's some awesome people reaching out to you and you're scared of the vulnerability so you decline their invites. That's you arresting that manifestation process. So be really, really clear. Are there capabilities for me to receive? I've had to learn this a little bit with uh, finances and gifts and when somebody buys me a really awesome gift or when they take me to dinner to actually allow it. Yeah. I'm the same way. And to receive it and go, oh, I want generous people in my world. I want these incredible things in my world. So all I have to do is receive them. I think we're asked to be givers. But in order to give, someone has to receive. So if people are asking to give to you and you don't receive, they cannot give. That's right. (laughs) And it's really frustrating. Like if you've ever given, even given somebody a compliment and they dismiss it and they're just like, oh God, no. Oh God, no. Oh, I look horrible today. Or no, I didn't do a good job on that. So just say thank you. It's so frustrating being the giver. Yeah. It's like, could you just fucking receive that nicety? (laughs) Like what? What? So anyway. All right. So be prepared to receive and not repel what it is you are trying to manifest. Yes. And then the final step, which is kind of what, what we were talking about a bit earlier, is throughout this entire process, no matter how long it takes, 
And how long it takes is directly related to how much action you're willing to get into, period. Mm-hmm. And how slow your process is, how fast it is, how how much you're going to crystallize or manifest has everything to do with how fast you are at doing all of these steps. And again, take your time if you want to take your time. But if you're getting all impatient and you're not doing this stuff, it's like people who you work with. It's like, you're not doing your exercises. Of course, you're not going to feel better. Right. Right. People that I work with, I'm like, are you doing, are you, are you speaking kindly to yourself? No, I forget. Like, well, then no wonder you don't feel better. Like, you have to do the things that are going to evoke change. That's right. So that final fifth step is to have positive self-talk throughout this entire process, no matter how long it takes you. So that, again, is making sure that you're not saying in 5% of your life, I really want to manifest this new soulmate, let's say. And then throughout 95% of the rest of your life, you are stalking your ex's Facebook page or staying in communication with them when it's not healthy or when it's toxic for you, uh, colluding with other people about how love is not in the cards for you, choosing to scroll through Facebook and look at how everybody else is fucking happy. You are inundating yourself with the opposite message. And then you're te- and all of that stuff is fodder to start telling yourself, I suck, I'm not lovable, I'm too damaged, I'm not worthy enough. So all of those elements, your declaration, your self-talk, your action have to be congruent. Yeah. So it's like saying, um, you know, gosh, I love hip hop. I love hip hop so much. But you keep your station turned on country and wonder why you're not like getting turned. <laughs> right? It's because you refuse to change the dial, dude. You have to keep that dial congruent in all of these areas of your life. So I will link to, I've done a couple of podcasts specifically about positive self-talk and, and how to how to do that and how to really combat your inner critic. So I'll, I'll send you a couple of links again in the show notes page. So I'm really hoping that this is helpful. Declaration, deciding what it is that you want, eliminating and scaling down on the clutter that is in your world, getting into inspired action, being prepared to receive and not repel, and then finally making sure that all of your self-talk throughout this process is congruent with what you're trying to manifest. And again, this is not, oh, that's a nice idea why I'm working out. If you really want to crystallize things, you need to write this shit down. You need to have it in your personal space. You need to see it every damn day. Mm. All of my clients and students will tell you, I tell them all the time, this is the regroup. When we talk, this is the regroup. This is the regrounding. This is setting that the plans in motion. But the coaching, the transformation is what you do throughout the rest of the week. That's right. Has enough, It's the implementation of what I've given you. That's exactly right. And I say the same thing physically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that is your call. And you always have the power. You always have the power to decide if you're going to implement or not. So again, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 194 so you can get your worksheets and your screensavers. And then you can also check out a couple of the additional resources. And also on that page, you'll be able to check out the Leadership and Heals event that I am doing at the end of March if you are local to Southern California or if you even wanted to fly in. I don't know. You can find out all the details about that on that page as well. Anything else you wanted to add, babe? Uh, no, I've just been kind of drinking all in 
And it's good stuff, right? I'm getting ready to turn my life around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, guys. So I'm really hoping this has been helpful for you. And we will see you around these parts next week. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. <laughs>